Leadership is a learned skill. Welcome to episode number 32. In today's episode, I'm going to show you how to identify if you are overqualified for your current role and what you can do to get yourself to the next level so you can get your career back on track. Listen on. Welcome to Maximize Your Career with Stacey Mayer, a podcast about achieving your career goals while also being yourself. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Maximize Your Career with Stacey Mayer. Super excited to be here with you again this evening as I'm recording this podcast while my kids are sound asleep in bed. It seems to be the only moment of peace and quiet that I get around my house these days, as I'm sure many of you can relate as we're still in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic in the U.S. and all across the world. But as I talked about in last week's episode, episode number 31, many people, especially corporate managers, are really able to find a way to thrive during this pandemic and take their career to the next level. So before I get started into today's content, I want to share with you a big shout out for a woman who has been in my community for about a year. Here is the email that I got from her. Here's a quote. I am getting off email after I hit send and applying. No more, quote, I just don't know, unquote. Thanks, Stacy, for all that you do. So this was a, from a woman who had an opportunity to apply for her boss's job, but she was struggling to actually take action. So after weeks of pondering whether or not she should do it, she finally just decided, you know what, just do it. She had been implementing my advice for a year, and she was confident that she would actually be offered the position. So she just decided, you know what, procrastinate no more. She decided to take action and apply for the job. And I am just so thrilled for her. She is truly a corporate badass, and I can't wait to see what happens next. So if you have wins like this, if you've been able to apply what I've been teaching you on the podcast, I want you to share that with me in one of two ways. Shoot me an email. I would love, love, love to hear from you. And secondly, leave a review on iTunes. Just go on there, you know, give me some stars and leave a review. Let me know what is working for you, what's resonating with you, and what actions you have been able to take because of the free content that I am providing here. I, I am just so thrilled and I can't wait. I can't wait to hear from you and to just build more and more amazing managers in senior executive leadership positions because we need you at the top. So speaking of at the top, today's episode is all about why you being in the role that you're in, if it's the wrong role for you, is actually more detrimental to your career than you might think it is. In today's episode, I'm going to show you why this is such a big problem for your career long term. And I'm also going to show you what to do instead. So how you actually get out of this rut of being in the wrong position 
so that you can finally not only get promoted into a senior level executive position, but so that you can also get the recognition that you deserve and be in the role that you need to be in. Now, I had a conversation. um, This was actually a little bit before the crisis. And um, this was an executive, so a woman who was in a senior vice president role. And she is one of those examples of somebody who was functioning in an SVP level role and was eventually laid off. So that's like worst case, right? You are in a role that is beneath you, right? And she would never say that it was beneath her. But then when we digged a little deeper, we realized that she was actually more qualified to do a C-suite level role. She was actually way more qualified and her ability to impact the company was hindered because of the actual role that she was in because she didn't have the influence that she needed to be able to actually execute on her ideas. And so then at the end of the day, they didn't really have a good fit for her. They didn't know what to do with her. And so they had no choice but to let her go. So this is worst case scenario is that you actually get let go or fired. But more likely what's going to happen is you're not going to get let go or fired and you're still going to be there for a very long time time. So if you are one of those managers that is just like, oh, I'm just so tired of my role and I've been in this position for so long and I just feel like there's more for me to be accomplishing at this organization, but I'm not ready to go out and find a new job or a new opportunity, then this podcast is going to show you uh, what to do instead to get you out of that situation. In 2014, SHRM, the Society for Human Resource Management, and Harvard Business Review did a study about job satisfaction. And they found in this study that managers fell to the bottom 5%. The bottom 5%. The study gathered data for more than 320,000 employees in various organizations. They identified those employees who engagement and commitment scores were in the bottom 5% and compared their responses with those in the rest of the study group. And this is what they found. They found that those managers that were actually in the bottom 5%, these were some of the common qualities the, the things that they had in common. They had five to 10 years tenure at the organization. So this is super duper common. If you've been at the same company for more than five, 10 years, that happens all the time. You tend to get stuck in a role and you have a really difficult time getting out of it. Um, you're in a mid-level position. Now, let me qualify this. Now, I don't know on the study how they defined what a mid-level position is, but if you are in a position where you find yourself in two, two things happening to you on a regular basis, you find yourself in the weeds all the time, so you're still the subject matter expert, you are still working, um, you're actually executing on the tasks as opposed to just leading strategy, 
or if you find yourself not really having a seat at the leadership table. So no actual influence at your organization. And this happens at vice president, at senior vice president level. I have clients all across the board from director to SVP who are basically operating at that mid that mid-level management. And then the third criteria that ranked them in this bottom 5% is that they had received good or average performance ratings over the past year. <laughs> so don't be surprised if these three things sound like you. So I, w- I read this study and I was thinking about my clients and I was like, oh my gosh, this pretty much describes all of my clients who are frustrated in their job right now. So they have been at their company for five or 10 years. They're in that mid-level management position where they don't have any real influence at their organizations. And number three, they get average performance reviews. Nothing irks my clients more than an average performance review. You know why? Because you are above average. And the only reason you're getting average performance reviews is because you're actually overqualified for your role. So that leads me into the first thing that I want you to realize and the big reason why this is so detrimental to your career is that it is stressing you out. So if you are somebody who is always in the weeds all the time, you can't figure out how to, you're, you're always like hitting your marks, you're, you're getting good, um, like good average performance reviews, but you can't figure out how to get exceptional performance reviews. You can't figure out how to get ahead. And then all the people next to you, seemingly with less knowledge than you have are succeeding at your organization. This is frustrating. It diminishes your happiness. It diminishes your ability to show up at work. It it diminishes your ability to care about the work that you're doing. And if you don't care about the work that you're doing and you aren't inspired at work and you don't feel innovative and you're just putting in the hours, you're not going to get promoted into a senior level executive position. It's just, of course you wouldn't, right? We wouldn't promote the person who seems grumpy all the time. So that is the, like, hands down, the number one reason that you should get yourself as quickly as possible out of the position that you are overqualified to have. The second thing is, is that you have ideas. So one of the things that I teach my clients is not how to come up with strategic ideas. You know, you have a vision. You see things that your boss doesn't see all the time. The problem is not that you don't see things. It's that you don't know how to communicate what you're seeing. You don't know how to communicate strategy, both with the leadership team, with your boss, with other influencers at the organization. And then the third reason why this is so detrimental to your career long-term is because you don't actually create a strategy to get to that next level because you're so darn busy all the time, right? So being so darn busy is one thing, but the other thing is that you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. You see yourself as a leader 
and you don't know what it's going to take and what you need to change to get to that next level. So this is kind of like what got you here won't get you there. So being the subject matter expert doesn't scale into executive leadership, right? You won't be able to do that when you're managing managers, when you're managing other leaders. You have to figure out what you're going to let go of and what you're going to stop doing so that you can scale to that next level of leadership. And if you can't figure that out, then you're essentially boxing yourself in to this middle management position forever. Like I said, you could be called an SVP and still be acting as a middle manager. So those are the three things that I want to want you to look at if you're trying to identify if this is you. If you're somebody who is in a position that you are overqualified for. You're actually, frankly, better than the position, right? So is it stressing you out? Are you grumpy? Do you not like your job? Do you wish that it was something better? Do you, are you able to actually have influence at your organization? Do people listen to what you have to say? And number three, do you actually have a strategy in place of what it's going to take to get you to that ne- next level of leadership? Do you actually know what you're going to have to let go of in order to make it to that next level? Because if you don't if you don't identify that, then you, nobody else is going to be able to see it for you, right? Nobody else is going to know what it's going to take to get you promoted, right? You have to figure that out. Whether it's going out and getting a coach, getting advice from mentors, you know, having more direct conversations with your boss, but whatever it is, you are going to have to figure out what it's going to take to get you to that next level of leadership. And here, the good news is, is that by listening to this podcast, I'm going to share with you one of the big ways that you can start breaking out of the cycle right now. You don't have to wait until you get the promotion. So the first thing I want you to know is that you need to start acting like the role that you are actually qualified to be in. So if you are titled as a senior vice president, you need to start acting like a senior vice president. If you are titled below you, right? So I get a lot of leaders that are titled head of such and such or manager or or lead, you know, things like that, but there's still management positions. So you're titled below your actual qualifications. I want you to start acting like the role that you want versus the role that you currently have. Now, this is different than being in a role that you're overqualified for. Because if you're overqualified for your role, then what we tend to do is we start just trying to do our job, our current job, better, right? So we try and just work faster, work harder, work longer hours. And And then what ends up happening is it leads to burnout. And so then we just kind of give up and we just phone it in, right? And so we start like being like, oh, well, I didn't really need a promotion anyway, or it doesn't really matter if I have influence. Like I'm just tired of dealing with all the politics, right? Rather than figuring out what we're doing wrong. So when I'm talking about acting like the executive leader now, the first thing I want you to do is pull yourself out of the weeds. You cannot be in reactionary mode all the time and and still be able to implement strategy. You cannot be the subject matter expert and also be seen as the executive leader. 
So you have to figure out not only what are those things that I'm going to start delegating, but how am I going to start influencing at the top now? How am I going to start talking about the vision, sharing my ideas in a more visionary way, both with my boss, with the leadership team, with others around me, inspiring my team in different ways and not just doing tactical check-ins. So that's the first thing you're going to do. The second thing is you want to start having higher level strategic conversations. And so I mentioned a little bit with the leadership team, don't be afraid to have a conversation directly with the CEO. So if you work for an organization where you can actually access the CEO, schedule an appointment with the CEO. Schedule an appointment with senior executives that you want to get to know and learn about their challenges, learn about the problems that they're working on. The first meetings with these people are just about learning. It's just about idea gathering. You're gathering information. And then what you're going to do in the follow-ups is you're going to start to tie in what your team is working on with what the senior executives need to actually know, right? To help them with their job. So now you're creating that strategic influence now in the moment as it's actually happening. And the third thing that you're going to do is you're actually going to get a succession plan going. Don't be afraid to create your successor now. So many people make the mistake of thinking that if I have a successor, if I have somebody that's actually going to take over my role, then I'm working myself out of a position. No, the only way that you're working yourself out of a position is by working in a role that you are overqualified for and continuing to be frustrated, continue to phone in the work, continue to uh, try and get recognized by working more hours and continue to do the exact same thing that you're doing now. That is the only way that people are not going to accept you in these higher level leadership positions. So you create your own succession plan. Make sure you know who's going to take over your job when you leave. And this this works two ways for you. One is that you actually have a succession plan, so you feel confident that you could move into another role, but it also teaches the executive team that you have a succession plan, so you're thinking more strategically. You're thinking about long-term decisions, not just reacting to the immediate problems. So that's it. That's what you need to do to have more job satisfaction, to have more commitment at work, to get yourself out of the bottom 5% of leaders that are feeling miserable with their jobs right now is to start actually doing the job of an executive leader so that you can really get out there and make that impact that you want to be making at your organization today. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Bye. Before you go, I want you to know how you can take this work deeper. I offer free career strategy sessions. You can apply for these on my website at stacymayer.com slash apply. That's S-T-A-C-Y-M-A-Y-E-R 
com slash apply. On this session, we're going to talk about everything that I share with you here on the podcast, only we're going to completely personalize it to your own specific needs. We'll talk about what I think is actually holding you back from success, and we'll put together a plan to get you to that next level of leadership. If this is something that you are wanting to do, and you're really wanting to take the steps necessary to no longer be in a role that you continue to be overqualified for, then I would absolutely love to help you get there. Go to my website and sign up at stacymayer.com slash apply.